and welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is episode 112, and we have from the frozen north, Zachary Miller. Hello, hello. Hey, Zach, how you doing? Good, there's frost on the grass. Uh, is that all? I guess you're below the tree line? <laughs> um, okay, very good. Um, it's been a little while as usual. Uh, for those that are new, I can't believe there's anyone new listening to this, but if you are, this is a trivia game where I play songs from video games, and you try to figure out what video game that might be. Oh, that's how you play. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's okay. how it's played. I've been doing it wrong. Yeah, I know. I know. No. Anyway, uh, we got five games as usual, and uh, Zach knows, I believe, two of them, mm. and the others are mysteries to him. So uh, we got a lot of listener requests here, and... Uh, so hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy it. Let's get started with the first song or the first game. Cool. Any hmm. ideas? Not yet. No. It's upbeat, though. Yeah. You know, I really have no idea if you've played this game or not, to be quite honest. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those kind of mysteries I'm hoping you'll have something to say something about. It's mystery to everybody. Nothing, huh? Nothing. All right, well, maybe this question will help. Which Easter Island-inspired character appears in this game?
All right, Zach. Do you have any idea what game this might be? Parts of that last song made me think of uh, Mutant Muds, but none of the rest of the tunes are anywhere near that. And I just played Mutant Muds again, so it's not Mutant Muds, but it, it sounds similar. So that's that's my two cents. So you did not recognize the third song? Is that what you're telling me? It, Like I say, it it was familiar in a way. That third song was a, a rendition of a Metal Gear Solid song. Does that give you any hint? Oh, is this um, Ghost Babble? No, this is oh. Konami Crazy Racers for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've always wanted to play this, actually. It's it's one of those games that I, I, some people really hold in really high regard. I, I mean, I own this game. I, I also own uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit. I, I can't say I really have a strong preference. Uh, I think I'm not familiar enough with... Uh, Konami franchises to really appreciate it as much as maybe some others would. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it's a zany game, and it's a very good Mario Kart clone. Um, it came out before um, Super Circuit, I believe, so it... I think it was actually a launch game for the GBA. It may have been. Uh, that, that actually sounds probable. Maybe it was launched in Japan, and, and I, you know, I don't know. Um, so for those unfamiliar with this uh, game... It's uh, you know one of these you know mashups, uh, kind of like that Japanese uh, Konami fighting game with a bunch of different Konami characters. But this is a racer, so it's got like Goemon and um, sometimes it's like some random characters. Let me hold on a second. Let me. It has what is it? Gray Wolf from. Okay. From, yeah. Uh, Gray or Ninja. Gray, 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 cyborg Ninja. Cyborg Ninja. Wow. Shows how much I know about Konami games, right? Uh, <laughs> cy- cyborg Ninja. And, and has, that name, by the way, perfectly describes him. Okay. Very good. <laughs> uh, there's Dracula, of course, from uh, oh, from course. the uh, Castlevania series. There is uh, to answer the bonus question or the hint question. That there's a Moai, which is of course from uh, Gradius. Oh. Okay. You know the big, big uh, stone head. Yeah guys um there is Niami from uh, Papa Music of course no idea everyone knows that yeah uh Pastel from Twin Bee another uh you know cult classic oh Twin Bee yeah yeah and uh <laughs> really Pawapuro-kun from uh the, the Japanese uh, baseball game oh my gosh Definitely made for an American audience. Definitely made for... I think it was never intended to come out in America, but then they realized, oh, crap, Mario Kart isn't out yet? Uh, let, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's send this out, and we can make some quick money. Oh, that's and, and, and that's what they did, and, and that's the case. Apparently, uh, more recently, it came out on uh, iOS. How can you play that on a virtual D-pad? And, uh, I don't know. Uh, Maybe they adapted it and uses tilt controls. I, I don't know. But uh, it is out there if, if you're so inclined. Hopefully this game will come out on a virtual console once... Uh, That'd be cool. Super Circuit is, you know, an ambassador game. And uh, I, I couldn't play more than a couple of tracks of it before I said, Ugh. Yes, it's terrible. You well, know, maybe Konami Crazy Racers has, has a little more charm to it. I mean, it's not like there are a whole bunch of Konami kart racers to choose from. So That's true. If, if you want to check out a... You know, a, a racing game with Dracula in it. Uh, your, your choices are limited. I wonder what his what his special attack is. Yeah, I don't know if they have special attacks or they're all kind of generic items. I, I don't remember the I'm items sure being anything. Items. Yeah, I don't remember the items being terribly interesting. But the, the tracks were were fine. I mean, and you know, they're themed after the different uh, franchises, so there's a little bit of variety there. Sure, that's cool. I I, I every. You know, if I ever found a copy of this game, I'd pick it up right away. I like those kart racing games. I mean, aside from Super Circuit, I, which is terrible, I, you know, have a soft spot for kart racers. So, always wanted to try this. It's probably not that widely distributed. So, oh, no, no. I think you're gonna have to wait until Virtual Console comes around. I believe you're right. I don't know. Do you think this is a game that Konami would like jump on and say, "Yeah, we're gonna release this game for Game I think Boy Advance"? I think they probably have a lot more. Uh, games in the queue that they'd release first. How about that? Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing I could think of that would cause them to do this is that they may want to kind of release in, in, in somewhat the order that the Game Boy Advance games came out. That'd be nice. Um, and w- in which case, they might they might throw this up there. Huh? Well, 
Who knows? I mean, if they put it on iOS, they might. Yeah, they might figure good point. it out. <laughs> so, who knows? Interesting choice of characters, though. Like, why would they have Cyborg Ninja and not Snake? Well, or why would they have Dracula instead of Simon Belmont? Ah, uh, you know, I, I think it's just one of those things. Like, uh, you know, some of, like the Marvel versus Capcom games have just sort of random assortment of characters, esoteric. Uh, Oh, yeah. You know, selections. I think maybe they're going for that. I mean, they're trying to be kooky and crazy, so why would they choose the <laughs> obvious characters, right? That's true. I, <laughs> I think you can drive as the Vic Viper as well. Ooh, cool. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know how, how that works, but. Uh, <laughs> new Barrel Roll! Yes! Alrighty. Let's go on to the next game, which is a listener request. Oh. sounds familiar as well i don't know hmm. i don't know if you played hmm. it zach i have no idea <laughs> i don't know your library of games unfortunately
Now that is more familiar. Oh, oh, maybe you've played this game. Perhaps. So here's your question. What action must you perform to save your game's progress? Hmm. Moment of truth. Man, I'm going to be sad when you tell me what game this is. Well, what game do you think it is? Based on the... It's not a Game Boy game. Based on the question, I was starting to lean towards uh, Donkey Kong Land for the Game Boy. This is clearly not a Game Boy game, so I don't know. Oh, so that's your non-final answer, is it? It is Donkey Kong Land. Really? Awesome! It's it's it didn't sound like a it sounded like an NES game to me. Well, I agree. Um, you know, but you know the technology is pretty similar for the sound in the NES and, and the Game Boy. But you know, yeah. it, I guess you know Rare had a long streak of NES games, and the Game Boy was kind of the last hurrah for them to be able to make that kind of music. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I have this game. It's it's um, it's actually kind of hard to play um, because they try to. They try to make the backgrounds as detailed as, like, in Donkey Kong right. Country. Yeah. So you can't always see what you're doing or where you're going. And and really, the only levels that work really well are the pure platforming stages in, like, the city. Hmm. Uh, but otherwise, the game is, is kind of hard to get through. And to save your game, you have to collect all the Kong letters in each stage. That is correct. And sometimes that's really hard to do. Well, uh, the person who requested this is uh, Ben uh, Willers from uh, Lincoln, United Kingdom. Oh! And uh, he makes the same complaints uh, you do, Zach, that uh, the game is, is fun, but you, you can be under like a really good light source to be able to have any chance of playing yeah. this game. Yeah. Um, this is a game... I, I didn't play any of the Donkey Kong Land games, and, and to be honest, I, I think I blame the, the marketing team for these games. Oh, yeah? Because... Uh, I guess the commercials made it look like it was like a direct port of, you know, Donkey Kong Country oh. or Donkey Kong Country 2, you know, for, for respective games. And so I was like, well, I've already played that game. I don't want to get a Game Boy. Sure. Um, Only more. Well, the the first one, Donkey Kong Land, kind of is an original game. Yeah. Uh, but 2 and 3 are more like remixes of Donkey Kong Country's 2 and 3. Hmm. Okay, so they, they set the bar lower for the second and third game, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're not very good. Um, 
<laughs> the first one's not very good, but but at least it tries to be its own thing. But the second two, are you're, while you're playing them, I had all three. While you're playing them, I was just like, I could be playing this on the Super Nintendo the way it was meant to be played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's one of these games that's like, eh, yeah, for the right price, I'd certainly pick it up on virtual console. I'd never... Sure. I'd play at least the first one, and yes, I recognize that the, you know, the graphics are a little uh, wonky because they're trying to do the CG render thing on a freaking Game Boy. <laughs> now, do you remember? Do you remember they tried? They did try to port Donkey Kong Country One onto the Game Boy Color. Not only do I remember that, I own that game. Oh. I, that's the that's the funniest part is that I actually bought the ga- Donkey Kong Country port. <laughs> Even, how, how does it perform on a Game Boy Color? Uh, you know, it's actually not bad. Um, oh, that's good. Because it's color, you can at least you know make out stuff, and, and they tweak some of the levels a little bit to make them a little more playable on, on the limited uh, screen. That's good. So actually, I, I thought it was a, a commendable attempt, and it it, it is weird though because it is somewhere between these Donkey Kong Land games and uh, Donkey Kong Country, and, and some of the songs uh, they didn't even attempt to like recreate on the Game Boy, <laughs> so they actually pulled. Uh, some songs from Donkey Kong Land. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I, th- I think that third song is actually in, in Donkey Kong uh, Country for the Game Boy Color. It sounds like the underground levels, maybe. It's either that or it's the you know, this, the song originally was in the like the ancient temple. Oh yeah. Sections. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I would assume that that was where it was used in Donkey Kong Country as well. Um, All these games were yellow, by the way. Oh, yeah. All the cartridges. Yeah, I'm not sure that was true for Game Boy Color because it wasn't. Weren't the Game Boy Color games like, like oh, clear? Oh, they were like something? clear. Yeah, but the yeah. Game Boy games were all yellow. Yeah, banana yellow, just like Donkey Kong 64. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, don't remind me of that. Yeah. So, so the part about the Game Boy Color port that pisses me off is that they came out like like two years later with the Game Boy Advance port, which was I'm <laughs> sure much more authentic. <laughs> not. It's not. It's still not very good. It yeah, is more authentic, but it's not a great game. Yeah, well, you know, the original Donkey Kong Country really, I don't think, holds up that well. Uh, I, I certainly like 2 and 3, but the, the first one is a little rough around the edges, as far as, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the thing that bugs me about the first game is how obtuse some of the bonus stages are, or how to get to them. I know there's, oh, yeah. in, one, in one stage, there's a bonus stage that you get by, through a bonus stage. Yes, that would be in, in one of the factory levels, I believe. Oh, then the, there might be two. This is this is the one I'm thinking of. Is in the first stage where you come across those barrel throwing orangutans, and uh, oh, you, you get yeah. to, you get to it by the, one of the bonus stage like I don't know things you can win as a barrel, and you yeah. do it, and then you throw the barrel at the wall, and right. it turns into another bonus stage. That, that, that and, might be like the last one I ever found. Yeah, Laura, that's just. Yeah. Well, you know, back in those days, you also had TV screens that cut off some of the picture. Oh, that's true. So there were one or two uh, bonus stages I had trouble finding just because it was like the barrel was the very bottom of the screen. And And you couldn't see the banana that led you right there. Yeah, right. So okay, thanks. (laughs) So, you know, but I I played the shit out of that game. So I eventually did get all all of them. Uh, For my money, nothing beats two, though. Two is great. Yeah, yeah. Not Donkey Kong Land 2, folks. Don't get excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I were... I understand they were doing the marketing thing with the, the CG rendered stuff, but if I were doing it, I totally would have gone with the cartoon oh, yeah. style. That would have totally... Uh, you know, Donkey Kong... What was it? Uh, cl- what was the climbing game? The Oh, what was that called? DK um, Jungle Climber or something? Yeah, jungle, or yeah. The first one, not the one where they actually went to the pre-rendered stuff. Yeah. Um, and that would have been a better art style for, you know, black and white Game Boy. Definitely. Alrighty. On to the next game, which is actually requested by two people, uh, 120 and Bionic Jim. Oh.
that's enough of that. Yes, please. This is clearly Red Dead Revolver. <laughs> is that coming to Wii U or something? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, it is not, folks. Okay, all right. That, that's uh, actually a pretty good uh, guess, though, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Zach, here's your question. The enemy alien species of this game is known by what name?
that's uh that's like the title song from that game so if you don't know it you don't know it i do have a guess what is it uh based on a few factors one all the music is incredibly annoying <laughs> two the first song is clearly a western motif mm-hmm. but that theme doesn't continue with the other two songs which makes me think it's a uh, single stage uh and i know that in this particular game uh the hero character goes through a lot of kind of almost parodies of uh, uh genres so uh-huh. i'm going to say bubsy 2 oh man you are so close is it bubsy it, 1 it's the first bubsy wow yeah bubsy in claws encounters of the third kind Oh, that's right. That the alien question should have uh, given it up, but I forgot the subtitle of the first Bubsy. Wow, that was actually a really good guess. I'm impressed, Zach. That's I'm impressed as well. That yeah. was a throwaway. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Also, uh, yes, of course, this is a Bubsy game, and uh, Bubsy loves its puns. Boy, remember so, Bubsy? My God. Ah, uh, yeah. Remember Bubsy, kids? <laughs> oh man, uh, what a misguided series. <laughs> the height. The height of 90s platform mascots. Oh, my God. So, for those unfamiliar with Bubsy, and I'm only familiar because I'm on the internet, um, <laughs> Bubsy is a bobcat with attitude uh, who, who's styled primarily after Sonic. Yeah, that's pretty clear. And, you know, one of these, you know, snarky, I'm going to be snarky for snarky's sake kind of characters. And, and uh, each stage starts with, like, a, a one-liner from ostensibly bubsy speaking i I guess right you know kind of like trying to be the cheesy you know talking to the camera type uh stuff you might see in in tiny tunes or whatever but not nearly as well executed of course that's actually a good comparison because tiny tunes was parodied a lot of you know genres too yeah um so gameplay wise it's been likened most closely with sonic as well um and certainly, Bubsy can run fast, and if you're you're blasting through the level, it, it does kind of look like a Sonic game. Level design's not nowhere near nowhere as good. Yeah, and even Sonic level design can be kind of bad. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, I mean, I I don't know. It's you know, people describe the level design as kind of aimless, or obtuse. I mean, sometimes it's just sort of well, you you could go and explore and collect all these balls of yarn, but why? What's the point? What's the point? And uh, other times you got to go through certain doors or something to, to progress. And it, I, I don't know. It's people say it's hard too. The the, the gameplay I, I watched on YouTube didn't really uh, suggest that it was that difficult. But that was probably a tool assisted stuff. I also remember it just didn't look very good. Yeah, uh, it looked very generic. And, yeah, and kind of uh, you know it. But that that was kind of the whole problem with Bubsy. Bubsy was clearly you know designed by. Uh, committee. The whole game was. Well, I don't know if it was designed by committee, but it was certainly designed, you know, with an eye towards other things that were already out there and saying, oh yeah, I want to do this like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the second game, I believe, uh, he had either a super scope or no, it was a Nerf gun. Oh. Like a Nerf gun on the cover. Excellent. Right? Yeah. A little product placement up in there. Really? I mean, it was an actual Nerf gun? I think it was. Oh, Don't wow. quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Ugh. And then, of course, and then of course, Bubsy 3D was the worst PlayStation well, yes, 1 game that, ever made. That, that was where I was going to go with this, is that it was a slide <laughs> into utter horrordom of Bubsy 3D. Um, for those unfamiliar, Bubsy 3D was actually kind of an ambitious game. It was really trying to pioneer the, the 3D platforming space, but uh, it failed miserably. It looks horrible. It... It plays very slowly, and there is lots of. I mean, if you if you watch a video, there's lots of just talking at you and yeah. just really annoying voice that sounds like. You know that episode of uh, South Park where they have Barbara Streisand? Yes. It sounds exactly like that. <laughs> and I don't know if that's supposed to be Bubsy's voice or the, this uh, omnipotent helper that you hear when you touch a question block or whatever, but. Nice. Uh, uh, I just remember he turned very slowly and then walked very slowly. They're just walking on this flat landscape. It was brutal. Well, I'm sure it was digital controls. I mean, yeah, you know. yeah, it was. But 
It's like controlling a Resident Evil game, but on a platformer. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, everything is like a checkered uh, floor pattern. Right. Just to help you sort of judge distance, so... Uh, ugh, yeah. Uh, uh, they should bring Bubsy back. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, go check out the Penny Arcade, uh, strip with, uh, Bubsy in it from, uh, from when Sonic, uh, Generations came out. That's, that pretty much sums oh, it up. Oh, that's right. Pretty much sums it up. Uh, <laughs> where's future Bubsy? Well, if you actually like Bubsy and you think that we're full of crap and you have good, fond memories of this... Fight us and talk back. We'd love to Boy, hear your two, thoughts. The two people who requested this must have thought the music was good. I don't think the music's bad. It's it's a little annoying, but almost in a in a way that was intentional. So, I, mm. sounded like it was composed on an electric keyboard. You gotta you gotta compose on something, you know. You and your puns, Bubsy. Let's see here. What we got here? <laughs> got War of the Wool. Uh, uh, we got uh, the Wool Wool West. Wet peeve. Day the wool stood still. Oh yeah, yeah. What are the names of the aliens? They're they're the woolies. Oh, the woolies. Because they give you the woolies, of course. Oh, that's stupid. All right, let's uh, move on to the next game. Something better, hopefully. Maybe. Requested by Golden Link eighteen in the forums. fun song it is
Not bad, not bad. All right, here, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Which hardware accessory is prominently used by this game? Hmm. that was annoying enough to get burned into some people's brains. All right. Yeah, so that they might recognize this game. <laughs> well, Zach, you already know what game this is, so... Uh, yeah, it sounds like, uh, sounds like whiskey and snowboard to me. Yeah, it is. And it uh, prominently featured the balance board, right? For the snowboarding. Actually, for the skiing, too, but more involving for the snowboarding, as you might imagine. Uh, not a bad game, not a good game. I gave it a six back when I reviewed it. Um, the problem is that it's, you know, you've skied before. Yeah, I ski. It's it's fast, right? You're flying down the hill. Well, yeah, when you're trying not fast. to hit trees, and yeah. you know, in this game, you're going incredibly slowly, even when you're flying down the hill. And and there's no goals. I mean, you're just kind of giving free rein to this mountain and kind of choose your own path and there's not really any sense of progression at all so just kind of ski down the hill till you get to the chalet and then you go back up to you know a different slope and try again and very boring well see that's interesting because i always thought you know when i was a kid i was thinking you know if we could just make a, a skiing game that actually kind of reflected how you you know what you actually do that'd be pretty cool sure. yeah. um you know including you know navigating the mountain and you know, figuring out how to get from point A to point B or whatever, and and I'm sure there's a game out there like that, and at some place I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of gave up on even trying to find a, a skiing game or snowboarding game that was like that. But I, I always thought that it would be better if it was sort of open, kind of just do your own thing, or, or maybe a loosely, you know, a loose goal system. I don't want to say like Grand Theft Auto, but maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I seem to remember Johnny talking about a game he reviewed that was on like GameCube that was sort of like that. Um, I don't remember, I don't remember the name of it. I'd have to look it up. But uh, yeah, the idea was that it was kind of a, a mountain like you might find at a ski resort in America. But uh, you're, you're investigating or or whatever. You, you had missions you went on, so you had to actually you know navigate around and figure out things. So interesting. There you go. You need to have a. You know, maybe a, a Phoenix Wright game on, on a ski slope so that you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you're seeing around to find clues. I like uh, that. There you go. Copyright DYP. No one steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, go ahead, steal it. I'd like to see the game.
I would too. Uh, there's just not much to say about whiskey and snowboard. I mean, it's very vanilla, and and you can use your me, of course, but none of the Namco Bandai characters, of course, can use me. So they have their own kind of anime-inspired faces that look weird by comparison, uh, and. Uh, you know, the graphics look like they're not, I mean, the trees are, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it when they're just flat, flat objects? Cones? Billboards, maybe. Oh, okay. The trees are billboards and the, and the rocky slopes are poorly textured. And Mm. I mean, the best part about the game is that there's a trail behind your ski or snowboard. (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh, and you can do tricks by like, you know, waggling the remote and stuff. Hmm. Well, uh, I'd be curious to hear from the listeners if there's a a game out there on maybe another platform that uh, actually is kind of open slip. I, I don't know if any of the SSX games are, are a little more like that. I, I really don't know. I, I've heard good things about that newest one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, a racing snowboarding game like 1080 just doesn't do it for me. So, uh, and, and so I, I think 1080 was kind of my first snowboarding game, and that's what it was like, and it just sort of turned me after the whole concept oh, yeah. of, of skiing or snowboarding in a video game. Yeah. Unfortunately. Take that, Nintendo. Your game sucked. <laughs> um, Alright. We got one last game. Alright. And Zach knows what it is. Mmm. idea how obvious or not that song selection is <laughs> not at all you know but it's but it's it's interesting it's like when you're playing this game you don't really think it has a soundtrack uh and then when you hear the songs on their own you're like oh i guess that is in the game
All right, Zachasaur, read us the question. <laughs> okay. So this game's bonus mission involves our heroes flying to Russia to attack their enemy base. What is the name of that base's head honcho? Zach, bring this home for us. What game is this? It is Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles. Yes, the real gun shooting game, correct? The superior of the Chronicles games. Wow. Is this the first one or the second one? First one. Love this game. I just recently started replaying it, and uh, man, it holds up really well. So is is this like a retelling of like the first three Resident Evil games, or...? It is. It's it's uh, kind of the the short version of Resident Evil Zero, One, and Three, uh, and then the and then the bonus mission is Russia, which is not which is new. Okay, all right. I'm not, I'm not familiar enough with Resident Evil to know the lore. Is, is uh, so two is skipped. Is there any reason why two is skipped? Probably so they could make Dark Side Chronicles. Oh, okay. Uh, Dark Side has two and. Code Veronica, and then I think I think that's actually it, and then a, a bonus mission of mm. its own, and it uh, kind of the bonus mission leads. To, it's kind of the backstory to Resident Evil Four, actually. Mm. Yeah. So, but w- Umbrella is fantastic. I mean, you it is a light gun shooter, but you earn like any Capcom game, you earn a score and you earn points in each stage, and then you upgrade your weapons. And uh, you can go back through and earn better scores and upgrade your weapons better and uh, get better grades to unlock more missions. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, and there's some strategy involved because every enemy in the game has a, a one-hit kill weak point, which uh, can be hard to get. But, um, but no, it, it's really good. I, I love that game. I think I played a little bit of it, maybe with, like, Johnny or someone, but I I never really got into it. Maybe it's just because I'm not big on light gun games in general. Or Okay. Are you, do you like Resident Evil? Are you are you a follower I, of it? I've certainly played a few of them, but I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. Okay. I, I played through Resident Evil 4, and I liked it well enough. Uh, I played through 0 and 1 on the GameCube, and, you know, okay, whatever. But uh, it wasn't like uh, I, I remember much of those games anymore. I think I think Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side are kind of for the Resident Evil fanboys because it's it's nothing but fan service, you know. 
but you don't have to. The nice thing about them is if you don't want to play each of the, uh, you know, let's say you want to play Resident Evil 5, but you're completely um, in the dark about the storyline so far. If you play these games, they really give you kind of the digest of Resident Evil backstory, so that's nice. Okay. Chron- Chronicles, though, I hit a wall. I couldn't kill the the final boss from Code Veronica, and I just said, you know what? Screw this noise. Which game? Uh, Code Veronica. Dreamcast. Ah, oh, Dreamcast. And GameCube, actually. It came out on GameCube. Well, yeah, a lot of the Resident Evil games came out on GameCube, right? They yeah. kind of... They started off with fancy ports, and then they got then lazy they just ports. Did actual ports, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I like this game a lot. The bonus question was about that, the bonus mission, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's Chris and Jill going to the Rush Umbrella's Russian facility. Uh, they have an American, European, and Russian facility, and they go and they actually don't kill Sergei Vladimir, who is their very militaristic head. This game is so Japanese sometimes. Um, Wesker actually does. Wesker fights him and kills him. And uh, Jill and Chris are busy killing Russia's uh, unique form of tyrant. The Talos. I, I just thought, if you know, while you were playing that song, I think I think that last song was either the fight between Wesker and Sergei or uh, Jill and Chris and Talos. And I thought, you know what my favorite part of these Resident Evil games is? Because they're all corny. Yeah. I mean, they're all so corny, uh, and only lately have they started to take themselves seriously. But I love that every final boss fight ends with a slow-motion rocket uh, launcher shot towards the boss. I mean, like, every game does, even when it doesn't make any sense. Like in Resident Evil 5, Chris and Jill are saved by, uh, you know, a helicopter pilot, and there just happened to be a whole bunch of rocket launchers on there. And they're like, let's just shoot him with rocket launchers. It's a solution to everything, Zach. It is. Rocket launchers solve every problem. Alrighty. Well, uh, why don't we wrap this up? Um, if you want to request your own games for this show, uh, you can email me at typ at nintendoworldreport.com or use the form that's uh, linked in every uh, episode's... Um, show notes uh, it's not really show notes article article okay there you go uh, on every article there's a link you can go to and and that'll let you email to uh, to me uh, your request and I will do my darndest to get around to using it thank you Zach for co-hosting as always of course everyone else uh, keep listening to uh, all of our podcasts there's uh, Radio Free Nintendo there's connectivity and the connectabytes is that did I get that name right Yes, you did. Anything else you want to plug, Zach? Uh, how about uh, the Frozen North Dinner Cast? Delicious. Uh, it's the podcast that I produce with a bunch of my friends. Um, we uh, just sit around a little handheld recorder and talk for an hour. Um, sometimes there's a topic, oftentimes not. And it's over at crosstalkwithaw.com. Talk. <laughs> Episode 12 features Neil and Lauren. Oh, uh, that cool. is, That's my favorite episode that we've done. Uh, that should be fun. Neil and Lauren are both uh, very good podcasters. So. They're very funny. Well, uh, good night, everyone, or good day, I guess. <laughs> I usually record this at nighttime, but this is the middle of the day, so good day, everyone. It's night somewhere. Bye, everyone. Bye. Crazy Racers is copyright 2001 Konami. Donkey Kong Land is copyright 1995 Nintendo Rare. Bubsy and Claws Encounters of the Third Kind is copyright 1992 Accolade. Wee Ski and Snowboard is copyright 2008-2009 Namco Bandai. Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles is copyright 2007 Capcom. They're, they're the Woolies.
Oh, they're woolies. Because they give you the woolies, of course. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm snarky. I'm a bubsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, let's see. Hold on a second. Some classic lines from Bubsy here. Oh, Lord. More like a bridge too short. Jesus. Hey, I thought I saw Elvis back there. Shouldn't that be fearless? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, Bubsy. Clearly wow. you wanted your own cartoon, but you only ever got past the pilot. <laughs> <sighs> Thank God.